the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. The CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. till about 6.45 to the end of the football season, then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. And the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armentor Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustn Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And uh, we're here in the studios of Kane Radio, FM 107, 5 a.m., 1240, at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria which is closed, and you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show wide streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com, and you can also listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and uh, we stream everything, and we also archive it. So if you happen to miss the Coaches Show and you'd like to go back and hear it, you have to go back and negotiate through it a little bit through the website, and you can pick up a coach's show you might have missed. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, since football season has come to a completion for a Catholic High, uh, anyway, uh, we've got some local teams uh, making some headway, and I'm sure uh, area fans. And also, uh, with regard to Westgate making a push again in the playoffs in Division One this time uh, in Division One, as I said, in non-select, and they face a Neville team from Monroe. Meanwhile, Teams that you played, Vermilion Catholic is also in the quarters. Uh, you're looking at uh, also uh, Parkview Baptist along with Leesville. I mean, there are a lot of teams, Coach, that you play this year. It goes to show the strength of your schedule. Yeah, um, I think actually when, the, <clears throat> when, when they finished with the power rankings, I want to say we were second of all the teams in our division in terms of strength factor. Um, you know, I tell you, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking right here, looking at Westgate and just seeing who they beat. And, uh, you know, obviously they, they're going to have a, a tall task in front of them. But the good news is they get to stay at home while Neville travels down to them. Um, you know, but they beat a really good and has been uh, trending upward uh, Slidell football team. See, I, I didn't know, uh, you know, for years, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think Artie Laouz's uh, father was the head football coach there for many years back in the 2000s or 1990s or whatever. Yeah, I, 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 think, you're, I think you're right about that. I think we talked about that actually just off the air last show. But, uh-huh. um, but I know, you know, just looking at, you know, Westgate's, uh, the way they've traveled so far, you know, Bell Chase is also another up-and-coming uh, team that, you know, for – many years in the you know probably in the early 2000s if I'm not mistaken they had some really good ball clubs kind of fell off the map a little bit but they're they've obviously ascended so they beat a good bell chase team uh and then they beat a good slide L team and then now they got to face you know uh Neville uh at home you know but you know again they don't you know they don't have to make the trip that's not going to be an easy trip for Neville to come down um you know in Westgate you know we were talking just off the air you don't know what you don't know until you know it or you don't really know how you're going to do until you've been in a situation um, um, 
until you've been in that situation, we're just talking about Tulane and, you know, those guys on that team under Willie Fritz hasn't been in the circumstance that they've been in. And they dropped one, what was it, two weeks ago or the week before, and then they picked back up pace. You know, the good thing for Ryan Antoine and his team is, right, they're, they're familiar to being in this situation. You know, yeah. they're, they're, and maybe against different teams, maybe against uh, higher classification teams, but nonetheless, they've been there before. And so um, I think that's going to bode well for them, obviously, as they – you know they got to face a Neville team that's also been there too. You know, yeah. and Neville, oh, yeah. Neville's a historic program in the state of Louisiana. So uh, it'll be an interesting uh, it'll be an interesting matchup. And and man, I tell you, the the playoff situation has been great in terms of the competition of teams and the and if you're just looking at the scores there's some lopsided scores across the board in sure. all in all nine divisions but or all eight divisions excuse me but at the end of the day it's a lot more competitive um you can see just when you just look at just based off of the scores so yeah. we, we talked this morning on value sports about uh the neville team there are only two losses this year they're eight and two were to wash uh were washington parish high school and to Ruston, which happens to be the number one seed yeah. in the non-select in uh, Division One, which Ruston so, Ruston's going to be playing Denham Springs. And did you did you happen to see I, that situation I, I, with I, Denham Springs? I did and hear about it with uh, wasn't there a penalty right at the end of the game, or he missed extra point, or well, they had a second left to score. Is what I remember. Well, recall. well, they had well what it was, or at least what I've seen, you know, floating around on social media uh, was that there was a second left in the game, and they were taking a knee, and when they went to take a knee, in this. This young man that played quarterback for Bolton, I mean, he he took like four yards back, and you know, in my opinion, the clock should have ended, and there shouldn't have been point six shouldn't have been point point six seconds left to go in the game, and obviously it was on fourth down, so they turned the ball over, and it gave them a chance for Denham Springs to kick a field goal, of which they did, and they made it, and then obviously that sent them playing in the quarterfinals against Ruston. I'll say. I thought I might have been one of the few people that have ever lost a football game by taking a knee two years ago against Lorville, but I can tell you now Bolton can put that in their uh, toolbox because it looks like they, uh, they, they're they a recipient of taking a knee and losing a football game. Yeah, so, Benton you made up in ben, North Louisiana. Yeah, not Bolton. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right, Benton. Kind of I'm north sorry. Of, uh, a little north of Shreveport. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and Denver Springs, you know, the Yellow Jackets usually have a pretty good football team. Uh-huh. They've had some stars. I think that's where Ben McDonald played high school, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. Uh, uh, the former LSU uh, uh, pitcher and ba- basketball player. Uh, Brett Beard is the uh, the head coach over at Denham Springs. He was actually at Live Oak, and he had turned Live Oak's program around, um, I want to say, I think three years ago he took over. Um, three or four years ago he took over the Denham Springs program, and he's done obviously a great job. A lot of those guys on that staff was actually with him at Live Oak that have made that transition over to Denham Springs. But, yeah, I mean, and, you know, we're, we're looking at Southside too, man. I mean, you know. Wow, four-year school. Yeah, I talked to Josh Fontenot the other day, uh, just kind of getting some insight on what's going on over there and what they're doing. And they got, uh, you know, he said that he was he was there when the school I think uh, started six years ago, and uh, you know they've slowly, you know, obviously built it into this. And last year they struggled a little bit, but man, they are full full throttle, head of steam right now, and they're taking obviously on you know. Uh, Zachary, which is no uh, no small feat in that either as well. But um, man, I mean that's what you know. This this is what you want. You know, well, I mean, to, you, be, the, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Well, that's exactly that's, right. That's what it's all about. Well, and I think that's what I think people have been frustrated with the uh, I guess the select and non-select and how it, how it had been up I guess until this year. You know, it's just the watered down aspect of being a state champion i mean and you know i i can even say even though you know we won it when i was at vc as an assistant i mean and we were we were good you know i think that we could have played 
against anybody in, in, a, in quite a few divisions that year. Um, but I tell you, there's still a sense of me that, you know, in my heart feels like, you know, are we really the best? You know, because we didn't get a chance to necessarily go up against every team and be in a situation like this. So I think this is great for our athletes across the state that they'll be able to, um, you know, go out there and, and showcase that they are the best because they're playing more competitive. The spirit of the competitiveness across the board is much better. Um, so, yeah, so we've got those teams. I know, um, you know, we'll, we'll look over, go into, we'll go to the select slide and look at Division Three. And, um, you know, we, we had talked about how good Lake Charles College Prep, the team that we played in the first round is. Well, they must be damn good because they, they almost pulled up an upset, the 19th seed almost, beat, they beat the 14th seed and obviously us. And then, you know, uh, had a chance to beat Notre Dame 41-40. Um, you know, right. and I, I mean, and that, again, that, you know, you never want to turn on the tape as a 14 seed and look at the first round of the playoffs and think you got to play those guys. Um, but I could tell you, you know, as the number three seed, you know, I'm sure Louis Cook wasn't too excited about having to play the 19 seed that easily could have been, um, you know, a lot higher than, than than what they finished in the regular season. But uh, you know, that was obviously a great win for them. Um, you know, and and you know, we talked a little bit about a team that we played early on week two. You know, Parkview Baptist, I think, sitting 10 and two, they beat a, a very good North Cato team that I know has a really good running back and receiver out there they won 28 24 and they'll have to play the defending champs you know st charles um so that'll be uh that'll be interesting uh st charles is trailing ascension episcopal for a good portion of the game and all of a sudden when i went to see the score update again friday night boom they were like up 40 something to 17 at the time yeah so just like that they they jumped on it so coach stein's team uh they're they're primed and ready for yeah yeah, for another uh shot at you know winning this thing and um you know but again you know having having played against parkview baptist and and knowing that you know program fairly well uh you know that's going to be you know again st charles has got to travel to parkview Mm -hmm. um you know probably the 10 seed is a little misleading um in terms of how good parkview has you know has been this year and you know who they've played and 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 how well they've been continuously playing so It'll definitely be an interesting matchup, and I think it'll be another quality quarterfinal matchup that'll probably decided by, you know, I would say 14 points or less. Yeah, and Newman takes on ULAB. Uh, of course, that's LSU's lab school and Arch Manning and all. And then the other game is number five, Calvary Baptist against uh, Dunham. Yep. Uh, and, and another big ball game. So the 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 – the Division Three Select has got uh, eight really good teams yeah, going they do. at it uh, to see who's going to make the semis uh, the week after Thanksgiving. So uh, I do, th- I do think this is probably you know I, I just saw an article um, <clears throat> written by somebody in, in in New Orleans area talking about Archman and ready to you know finish off his career in a in a story like way. Um, I do think that this is probably Newman's best chance because of the fact of who's on their side of the bracket. Obviously, I'm not slighting ULAB or Calvary Baptist or Dunham, um, but I think that they match up better against those type of teams than they would against like a Notre Dame or a St. Charles, you know, when you would hopefully rather play those type of teams and, you know, in in the championship game. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But, you know, ULAB is in that same district as Parkview. And um, I can tell you that, you know, that eight, seed if i'm not mistaken yeah them as an eight seed is probably not a real indication of how good they are too as well so they got some great games on that side and i know we were talking about um i think if we go to division two on the non-select side i think is where yeah we still see leesville you got bro bridge you play yeah that's right and uh 
Yeah, so I mean, you know, Leesville and I and we got a chance to watch uh Iowa on on tape. Um <clears throat> gosh, who did they play that we were um Maybe Well, it was Lake Charles College Prep. Uh, or, yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, was, or was it Eunice, maybe? Uh no, we didn't play them yet. So they played them early. I think it was Lake Charles College Prep is who we who we saw them against. And uh I tell you, Iowa's got a good team. Um Louie Cook's uh other son, uh, Stu, is over there as the offense coordinator. Has been there, I think, for two or three years now. Um, I didn't realize that they were actually the number one seed <laughs> in this division. So that's, right. that's going to be, I tell you what, that's going to be some hammers playing against each other because you know Leesville's running back Xavier Ford that we've talked about before. Um, I think he finished like fourth in the state, you know, when the regular season ended in terms of carries and uh, and touchdowns and total yardage. Um, and then having watched Iowa. Having played against Leesville and watched Iowa on film, I mean that's going to be a that's going to be a battle, man. I think that's going to be that that could be even decided by probably a touchdown or less. Um, there's going to be some big bodies going up against each other. And it's going to be pounding the rock. <laughs> if you're going to oh, like, you. if you're going to like, if you want to watch, you know, people run the football, that's going to be a good one to watch. Um, and I tell you, man, Bro Bridge, right? I mean, goodness gracious, a 28 seed is still in the quarterfinals right now, playing against North Dakota. So I mean, that's a that's a you know credit to Zach Lokard over at Brobridge. He's done a good job taking over that program, um, you know, and been, and again beat you know not any beat slight the five seed. That's right, Carol one seventeen uh, uh, up there. Yeah. And then they came to Brobridge last week, knocked off Iota mm-hmm. thirty three to eighteen, and uh, now they take on North Dakota. So uh, yeah, you know that area, it's a state. They've always got good football players. You know, they do. They, they just hidden because they don't get the publicity out of these little small towns. No, anymore. that's exactly right, North. Dakota Minnesota is one of those teams. Well, I always, you know, sometimes I got to do a double take because their colors and their uh, logo is so close uh, and and in similarity to uh, Notre Dame. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so every time I, I got to take another look, I saw an article written about them too as well as they're kind of primed and ready for uh, this opportunity to go make a run at a state championship. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Leesville game and Iowa game is obviously an interesting one. And I think there was one other, uh, we well, were talk, talking about, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then you got Lakeshore taking That's on right. Lutcher. I mean, with uh, Coach Endes, uh, yeah. his first year at Lakeshore. Yeah, you know, he, a great job. He had, he had a lot of heat put on him because uh, the four previous years before he was there, they didn't lose a district game. Yeah. And he skirted through district this year. He lost, I think, his opening game to North Shore, which is usually a pretty good football team. And then I'm trying to remember he lost to St. Stanislaus to yeah, Charles yeah. from Bay St. Louis uh, later on during the year. But other than that, he finished 8-2. and two. But Lutcher, I understand Lutcher's got a quarterback that's running through for almost 60 touchdowns yeah i tell you you know he uh he went for two tom uh coach indes went for two to win the game um the other night and uh it was a great play call and, and you know a great situation good for him to make that decision to do so um but yeah i mean they've done a great job all year got a chance to watch them a little bit on tape too um that's going to be a great matchup you know and, and and rightfully so you know so it'll be interesting lutcher's a uh they're Lutcher's Lutcher. I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to you're say it. I mean, you're in, you're out. They've got good football got, teams, Yeah, period. there's no doubt about it. So, End of statement. Um, so that'll be good. And then, obviously, you know, we've talked about them before, and we played them as well. You know, you got Vermilion Catholic, uh, who Vermilion Catholic beat Cedar Creek, and then we'll be playing Southern Lab. So, you know, I, I don't know how good St. Fred is um, this year, and I don't know how good Southern Lab is, but I do know how good Vermilion Catholic is. And so they are – uh, they are definitely another team that's primed and ready to go make a run at this, um, and, and not only to make a run, but be able to win it. Probably the biggest, uh, 
you know, I, I, I guess, and, you know, he's a great friend of mine. We played college ball together. Uh, C.L. Grogan, who's the head coach at Central Catholic in Morgan City. Man, I tell you what, Opelousas put it on him, 52-12. Yeah. to 12. That, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was one of those games that, you know, you probably – you know, you don't pick as one of those big upsets, but um, you know, I know Coach Thomas David over at Opelousas Catholic. Um, you know, we we obviously played against them. Also, here's another team that's <laughs> played them in uh in in the I guess the uh, I don't know For the Poncha Train or the Lake, whatever you want to call it. When uh-huh. when Eunice had we had all that terrible weather in the Jamboree, um, but you know that that's another team. You know, as a 15 seed, uh, still playing in the quarterfinals. I mean, that's that's a credit to Coach David over there, who I know personally. Um, so I mean, we got. I mean, this is just across the board, man. This is some really good, you know, uh, teams that are be playing against each other. I know they had another big upset with Bugaloosa. I forget who who beat Bugaloosa, the number two seed in. I want to say Division Three is what non-select Division Three. Let's see, take a look at it. Yeah, Berwick. Yeah, Berwick knocked off um, Bugaloosa thirty-three thirty. Uh, Bugaloosa had been, uh, I mean, really doing excellent this year. Um, have had some other issues outside of football that has been. Um, you know, things that weren't great to see. You know, they had some situations that took place outside of the stadium. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, the number two seed gets beat by the number 15, or excuse me, the number 18 seed in Berwick. So haven't been too many upsets, uh, some close calls here and there. But, yes. uh, that, but, but nonetheless, you know, most of the teams that were supposed to win did win or won, you know, and not in, uh, I, I guess, uh, too much of a gap between the teams. So it'll be uh, – you know, like I said before, it'll be interesting. It's going to be a great, uh, great upcoming week, and then it's only going to get better as the next week comes and the semifinals oh, yeah. come, and then the state oh, yeah. championship. So I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, in this area, obviously, is there's a tremendous amount of talent and great coaching. Um, it'll be, uh, you know, we got a bunch of teams that people will be rooting for. So we'll see what happens and shake up next Friday. That's for sure. Anyway, coach, let's go ahead and take our first break, and uh, we can come back and talk about some Catholic high sports that are going on right now with regards to girls and boys basketball, soccer, and some other sports that are taking place at Catholic High. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show. We'll be back with more right after this. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. B&L Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. 
My name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Teen Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head football coach and AD, uh, Scott Watney. And coach, uh, you know, there's still there are a lot of sports going on at Catholic High. We just talked about the playoffs uh, in regards to uh, your knowledge with some of those teams and all. And with that, uh, basketball, girls and boys, uh, soccer, girls and boys, and uh, and there's some other sports that are trending too. So, uh, Coach, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about about some of those sports right now Yeah, and what's going on with them. Yeah, so our boys' basketball team has already played two games. They played uh, Thursday of last week and, and Saturday. Uh, and I'm going to say that I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but the Lacassin tournament. Lacassin. Lacassin, there you go. So incorrect. Um, but one, but they, uh, on Thursday they played Maryville and won 64-47. And then they lost to uh, lost Saturday to Lacassin. Yes. And uh, overtime, 64-65. Uh, too many turnovers late in the game, uh, which lost the game for them. They had a total of 20 turnovers. Um, we had some players that fouled out. Um, were they at full strength for those games? They were, actually, yeah. Okay. So so both, uh, all three, um, you know, and not just those three, but other guys, too, sure. that also play football. But, you know, guys that were starters from last year, Tristan Lewis and Jaden Mitchell and Chris Green, they all played. Uh, they got in foul trouble early. A couple guys got fouled out. Some guys were playing with four fouls, and, you know, you can't – I mean, that's just – you know, you, you can't have your top players doing that. So, sure. uh, bo- boys will play again next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in the Como tournament. Um, the girls play tonight uh, versus Homa Christian and Wednesday versus Elton. Uh, they got two tough games with limited practice time with their full roster, but they'll continue to just get better and improve over the course of time. Um, girls soccer is actually playing right now. Uh, they're playing Lafayette High tonight. They've had a slow start after graduating 11 and losing, obviously, you know, the, probably one of the more prolific players that came through Catholic High and just in the state with Anna Broussard and her yes. ability to score. Um, uh, they're very young with mostly sophomores uh, in the starting lineup and with a freshman goalkeeper. They're starting off with an 0-4 record, but they're playing powerhouse Division One school, Southside, Central Lafourche. They played Mandeville. And held them to three goals, and the defending state champs returned nine starters, Ash uh, out of New Orleans to four. Uh, so the schedule is big schools and good teams uh, to prepare for January fourth when uh, when they open up and defend against district in, in district play. They do have uh, a senior Ruthie Helms, who's anchoring the defense, who played for them last year, and Sophie Vines, who was in the midfield, actually helping uh, Anna Broussard in scoring points. So. Um, that's what we got on girls soccer. And then I give a quick little update about boys. Um, from Coach Troy says we welcome our multi-sport athletes to start practicing with us last week. Uh, they're working with players at multiple positions to find the best fit to allow their players to function effic- efficiently within our formation that they will use this year. Uh, they're definitely in a better place this year than they were last year at this same time. 
obviously injuries and illness can change uh, that quickly. But as of now, uh, Coach Troy feels very encouraged in the outlook of the upcoming season. Um, and he just said, you know, please come out and join the girls or join cheering on the girls in their first home game against Lafayette High. So they haven't got into their games yet, which I knew that, they, you know, Coach Troy doesn't do any scheduling of his games until really he gets his football players back. Sure. Um, so they'll they'll have some upcoming games coming up soon. Anyway, uh, with the boys and girls basketball, I may need to get in touch with uh, coaches, uh, respective coaches, so I can maybe – because when I, I usually pull up their schedules on the Louisiana High School Athletic Association's uh, mm-hmm. uh, mark, and uh, they had three or four games, in, you know, November, December, but they – that's all they had was three or four games, and then they really kicked in in January. So I'm sure there's some games he maybe scheduled late he wasn't able to bring to the Louisiana High School Athletic Association. I, I, I do know this year he's, he's got um, both programs, boys and girls, have less home games than they do away games. I want to say it's like let's say it's 13 home games to almost like 19 away games or something like well, that. It's not, it's not as, it's not as many as they have in the past. Well, they um, play in tournaments too, you know, so that, that's, that's usually it. guaranteed two games, sometimes three. That's correct. And they'll play during the holidays and things of that nature all weekends. And uh, that's where a lot of those games that where your kids get experience and get back and playing, you know, there's a difference between football playing shape and basketball playing shape. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, big yeah. difference, you know, so you got to get your legs back under, you know, and uh, the football, players that are transitioning to the basketball program need to uh, work that out too so it just takes time but I need to get with uh, coach and uh, see what it is so we can uh, plan our schedule to do a broadcast of uh, Catholic high basketball games uh, which we plan on doing a few this year and along with the other schools in uh, the parish too so uh, that's something we hope to work out and get that going and all yeah. so uh, yeah, it's we'll, just going to take a little time yeah we'll be more than accommodating we love having you all over there it's uh, it's great for obviously our school and it's great for all the other schools I mean there's nothing sure. better than just getting and it's, and it's basically going to come down to uh, you know uh, where we what games we can schedule and things of that nature and uh, usually we really get going with high school basketball when district play opens up right. too because like I said there's so many tournaments that people go off and play and also uh and not around here too they'll they'll travel a little bit to get used to that so uh we look forward to that each year so uh we've been doing it uh here at the Kane Radio for for many years for high school basketball so uh with our local teams uh and elsewhere you mentioned about soccer you know uh uh, I guess we do a lot of the playoff games when uh, the girls or boys make it, but uh, I'm limited in my soccer knowledge. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, I used to have a helper, and a helper uh, unfortunately passed away f- uh, a few months back. But uh, hopefully we find out somebody has a little bit more, how would you say, knowledge uh, other than my ignorance with regards to yeah. soccer. So uh, and we'll, we'll get that done. And uh, I know the usually the soccer uh, state championships come along sometime in, uh, in middle of February, maybe. That's right. Or sometime. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times it will play to Ted Gormley. I don't know if some will play to Cajun Fields. So uh, hopefully we'll get that in too. So uh, look forward to all that uh, with regards to uh, sports at Catholic High and at the uh, local high schools too, Coach. Anyway, uh, elsewhere, I don't know if you have uh, any other – uh, information on any other boys' sports or what's taking place at school right now? They're out for the week. Am I correct about that? Yeah, yeah. The whole school's out for obviously Thanksgiving break. Um, you know, there'll be some. You know, 
like we just said, you know, you got a game tonight, but obviously as we get closer to Thanksgiving, they'll be shutting it down, um, and then they'll crank it right back up, you know, after Thanksgiving. Um, you know, we already talked about the boys going to play in the Como tournament uh, this upcoming weekend. So uh, I know all of our coaches like to give our kids an opportunity to go be with family and, sure. you know, uh, spend some quality time with uh, their people and, uh, you know, being in Thanksgiving spirit, and then uh, you know it'll be cranked back up, and then it's only a couple more weeks before we got exams, and then we'll be back in the Christmas break, and then once we get back from Christmas break is really where you know we'll have a ton of information on all these programs because all these programs will have played at least a minimum of ten to fifteen games. Um, you know, our girls' soccer program's already got four games under their belt. Boys' basketball's got two. We'll have girls' basketball that'll have three. So you know, by the time we get to you know. After even after Thanksgiving, but for sure when we get into the, after the Christmas break, we'll have a lot of updates on what's going on with our programs over at Catholic High. And with regards to soccer, uh, all those games, all the soccer games played at Catholic High are on the football field. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And, and our boys and girls uh, head coaches uh, did a really good job of scheduling this year where if you show up to a game, um, especially district, not necessarily non-district, but district, uh, boys and girls will play on the same night. So that's actually that's just like we do in basketball, you know. Okay. So so it's it, but there have been instances over the past couple of years where they, you know, they may be playing a game at home, the girls, but the boys aren't. Uh, so they did a really good job of making sure that those games that they played uh, at home were going to be a combo of boys and girls. And sometimes they, the girls will play first, and then the boys will play second, vice versa. I don't know how they really figure that out. I guess they do that within their district meeting. But um, it's not like in basketball where the girls do play first, and then or JV, then the girls, then the boys. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's not like that for for soccer as much as it is in, in, in basketball but that is a good thing so if you do want to come check out any of the soccer programs boys or girls you'll get a chance there in district to watch both of them yeah and it's uh like you said it, it's accommodating to uh is there a schedule so to speak where uh you know basketball usually it's tuesday and friday nights does soccer maybe go monday and thursday nights or do you know uh anything no, of that regard no, how it, they schedule that it, it it it's it's pretty sporadic i'm gonna be honest okay. uh there's not as there i'm I'm sure maybe there is a uh maybe there's a formula like tuesday and fridays right or two you know you know tuesdays and thursdays um but for the most part, you know, especially with weather, you know, especially with oh, with, yeah. with during this time of year with cold and rain and all that kind of stuff, um, it's not as uh, consistent. You know, um, I would say probably besides, you know, obviously football is extremely consistent because, you, you know, you play on every Friday. But sure. uh, basketball, I would say, is probably the, obviously the next most consistent along with volleyball because they're indoors. You know, so if they say they're playing on Tuesday, there's nothing that's really, you know, Barring that there's no AC and or there's no lights or anything like that, um, there's not going to be any interruptions. But any of these outside events like soccer and baseball and softball, I mean, you're at the mercy of the weather and whatever happens with that, you know, happens. So, um, but no, there's not necessarily a consistent Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday, um, okay. you know, protocol in those programs. Yeah, just uh, some straight line, like you said. Uh, come uh, January, basketball is generally on. Tuesday and Friday nights, uh, due to the, or maybe a Monday night, but yeah. uh, it's rarely, unless there's an instance or maybe a national holiday or something of that nature. So, Correct. Uh, uh, whatever the case may be. But in the meantime, uh, so those four sports are really going at it now, and mm-hmm. the, with the two soccer programs, girls, boys, and the two basketball programs, boys, girls. So, uh, and uh, of course, 
with that, uh, not far around the corner, it's going to be hardball and softball and track. Yep. And also, I know cross-country cross uh, finished up and all. Anyway, let's go ahead and take our next break. We'll come back and talk okay. a little bit more about uh, Catholic High Sports. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. It's Armentor Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentor Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. Affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value, always at Armentor Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentor Jewelers for the special moments in your life. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney, here at the Kane Studios. And, Coach, you know, uh, last week we talked a little bit about some of your uh, kids who uh, made the all-district team, and you kind of slid it under the door a little bit. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I know you yeah. had a, a bunch of kids. I would like to 
go ahead and let our listening audience uh, hear about some of these young men yeah. that made the All-District team and your thoughts and all with that regard. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more pleased with the way that the All-District uh, situation uh, shook up for us at Catholic High. Uh, we got a bunch of guys that were honored and and rightfully so, uh, based off of the way that they performed, uh, obviously all year, but specifically in district. On the defensive side, first team, uh, we had Will Menville, who also was our uh, uh, also a, a instrumental player for us on the offensive side. But Will Menville for defensive line, he's a junior, um, so it'll be great that he's be coming back next year. He's going to help anchor the line not only on the defensive side, but obviously the offensive side. Uh, linebacker William Russell. Um, you know, senior, just all around, just an excellent football player. Uh, he also won the prestigious award of defensive MVP of the league, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, he was just uh, he was a force to reckon with this year, uh, especially on the defensive side. But he made a lot of what we did offensively uh, work, and when he was in there playing at a high level, um, you know, on both sides of the ball, things were successful for us. Um, Jaden Mitchell, um, defensive back, uh, sophomore. He had an exceptional year. Um, you know, when you play corner, right, and you play on an island, you know, there, there's no, it's inevitable that things are going to happen over your head and the guys are going to make plays. But, I mean, his, his playmaking ability uh, throughout the course of the year with his interceptions and turnovers and making big plays here and there. I mean, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions returned for touchdowns. I mean, uh, he had a, an incredible sophomore year. So, obviously, with him coming back, that's – uh, great news for Catholic High, and so um, you know, and he's he's obviously we used him on offense too, and he'll continue to get utilized on both sides of the ball. But he had a great year, uh, and then we wound up getting also uh, another linebacker in the flex position, Thomas Boye, uh, who also helps anchor the offensive line. He played guard for us this year too, as well. Uh, so a two-way player, and uh, did a fantastic job of playing linebacker, really. His best game all year was against uh, Lake Charles College Prep. I thought he played exceptional in that game. Um, we had some second-teamers on defense. We had defensive lineman uh, Gerard Shank. Uh, we also had um, at linebacker Bennett Woodring, and we also had Chris Green at flex position uh, on the second team. I'm going to make sure I'm not missing anybody. Uh, let's see. And then, oh, I'm sorry. And then I also had uh, senior uh, Jackson Morris, uh, defensive okay. back. Um, <clears throat> and then we also had uh, Jack uh, Chauvin for punter and then Bennett Boudreaux for place kicker. And obviously that's was going to be tough for those guys to win first team sure. considering what Ascension Episcopal had, uh, you know, in those positions. And then on the offensive side of the ball, we had uh, Drew Desimo, uh, junior offensive lineman, who's a two-year starter, started last year for us as a sophomore, did a really fine job as a sophomore. And then this year was our starting center again and did a, a great job all year leading uh, leading the charge on the offensive side for us. Um, we also had wide receiver Chris Green, uh, sophomore, who finished the season with nine touchdowns. Um, nine touchdowns on the year uh one was a rushing touchdown the other eight were receiving touchdowns he had a fantastic year and obviously looking to see him make a a big push next year uh as a playmaker on both sides of the ball um and then we also had uh as well return specialists again Jaden mitchell sophomore who won first team all district honors as a defensive back again a sophomore um, and then we had a couple guys that also made second-team offense, offensive linemen, Will Menville, who was a first-team offense uh, defensive line player, uh, and then Roan Judy's offensive lineman, uh, who's also a sophomore, will be returning. William Russell at the tight end position, 
um, Jack Chauvin at receiver, and Luke Landry at quarterback. So um, a lot of those guys obviously just mentioned are all going to be returning next year, and that's going to be uh, looking to those guys to, to be you know help lead this program and be successful and, and get a lot more wins. So like I said, you know, you usually walk away in those district meetings and, you know, feel like somebody got slighted and, you know, um, you kind of maybe get a surprise that you didn't expect to get. But in this one, I would say that we got everything that our kids deserve. So it was all all, all around uh, just, a you know, a great showing for Catholic High in all district meeting. Anyway, Coach, uh, we look forward to having you next week. We'll talk a little bit about, more about the Catholic High sports going on and school will be back in. But uh, as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Branch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Musson Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Service, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Still Louisiana's own, Kane 1075, the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s.